Hello, he, she's in there. Hello, I'm Will. I'm Kelsey. And welcome to Kiki Quest, our stupid sexy sleepover for your ears where we take all of your favorite things and play fun party games on a quest for the ultimate Akiki. So this week is our final week in season one. We do seasons now. That's right. (laughs) Or series. Series series one. (laughs) This is series one. Welcome to Kiki Quest. (laughs) So next season, I think we mentioned this last episode, but we'll reiterate for the sake of continuity. Continuity. Um, next season, it's going to look a little different and by look. I mean, sound <laughs> this is primarily, uh, an audio experience. Yeah, um, if it looks any different, tell us, cause that's probably a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so <laughs> this is one that we've been wanting to do for a while. And we were like, this is a good way to give you a little send off. We'll still have best ofs that we'll be releasing, mm-hmm. um, for your bored little ears. Uh, but this is just something we could probably talk about forever and ever. That's right. Um, a couple notes from last episode. Yes. Uh, that we need we need to rectify. Uh, so last episode we were talking about Cole Escola, a very funny comedian. Um, they do like a bunch of videos yeah. and stuff. We talked about them at length and we used the wrong pronouns. Mm-hmm. Cole Escola is non-binary and we kept referring to them with he, him pronouns, which is incorrect. Yeah. So we apologize, Cole, if you're listening to this. We love you. We apologize. We love you so much. We're such big fans. Yeah. Uh, We'd like to apply for uncancellation, but we understand <laughs> that that's out of our hands. And, and it's backed up right now. <laughs> we understand that as well. Uh, so we will just be patient. We will twiddle our thumbs. It's and, part of why we're doing the hiatus. Mm-hmm. And we will move forward with the knowledge that you, Cole Escola, still listening to this, um, are non-binary and use they, them pronouns. <laughs> Insofar as I know. <laughs> Insofar as I have been told, and it is the truth that has been publicly acknowledged. And if we've gotten anyone else's pronouns mixed up yeah, or messed know. up, yes, let us know. And then the other and thing... And my brother transitioned during this podcast, so that does not count. Yeah, haters, back off. I'll have to ask him if I can keep this in. I'm sure he'll be fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta get a quick response. This is a quick turnaround <laughs> Oh, yeah, week. it is. Um, we are recording Saturday, editing Sunday, releasing Monday. That's right, Queens. Happy Pride. This week, because it is been Pride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It has been Pride in Summertime. It's now the gay holiday of Pride Recovery Month. (laughs) Where straight people celebrate their country and we sleep. Truly. (laughs) We rest. Yeah. Last weekend was the first weekend that I, like, went to the grocery store and did those things again. And I was like, I don't remember what I get here. There's not a single person spraying champagne into my mouth with, like, a nozzle gun. Yes. So I don't understand what to do. Mm -hmm. And then I get home and I'm like, who's supposed to do my laundry? It's not done. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) I had nothing to wear this week. Yes, boy, (laughs) I call you at home. You come over, you do my laundry. laundry. So, oh, and then... And while we're on court notes. Yes. So last week we discussed whether or not Love Island Mm -hmm. is camp. And our ruling was that it is camp. Yeah. I believe we said meta camp. Yeah. High camp. <laughs> yeah. High camp. Yeah. But we we didn't consider whether Love Island falls short of its intention. Mm. And it certainly does not. It is yeah. hugely successful. And uh, it achieved exactly what it meant to, if not more so. Um, and I think that I 
it makes it not camp. Yeah. It cannot be camp in that way. I, and we can we make mistakes at yeah. the court. There's there's uh, there's jurisdiction. There's double jeopardy. There's um, uh, that thing where it expires. There's all kinds of back laws and loopholes and things. So we're not perfect. That's is right. all we're saying here. We're just lawyers. Mm-hmm. We're lawyers, and we're just doing our job. <laughs> Get your ass to work. <laughs> I feel like work. no one wants to work these days. Uh, shall we dive into our? Actual topic? Yeah. Okay. Before we say before we say a single thing about what we're discussing this week, I need to get something out of the way. I don't have a sugar daddy. I never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, I could probably go out and get one because I am what? Sickening. Sickening. You could never get a sugar daddy because you're not that kind of girl. Everything I have, I worked for and I built myself from the ground up. You bitch! That's really beautiful. Thank you. We're doing drag race this week. Oh, if you're straight, you call it RuPaul. If you're queer, you call it Drag Race. But we all love it. <laughs> yes, when I am talking to straight people about it, I'm like, RuPaul? RuPaul's Drag RuPaul's, Race? Yeah. They'll call it RuPaul's. RuPaul's, yeah. yeah. My um, When I was living with my grandparents, I recorded a few episodes of Drag Race on the TV there. And my grandfather thought I recorded, like, actual drag racing. And so he sat and watched it, and he's like, what is this? <laughs> Expecting it to be little little boys in little cars going around their little tracks. Not big boys with big titties. <laughs> you discovered drag race way, way earlier than I did. Yes, I did. I discovered it in high school, um, I think because of Ryan. Must be. Yeah. And so... I think it is it is the most significant thing that like altered my trajectory well, in life. Media wise, yeah, what? and like it it kind of informed me into like what community I want to be a part of, yeah. you know, because um, that is just when my queer culture really I just dove right in. I came in at season. Right after season three ended. I think I like Perfect caught time. the last few episodes of season three. And then season four was the first full season that I watched. I'm very jealous live. of that. Yeah. It was awesome. Seminal. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking. And then going back and uh, watching the early seasons. Tammy. Tammy. Tammy Brown. <gasps> I'm acting. <laughs> we got a cameo last year for Ryan oh, yeah. for his birthday from Tammy. <laughs> Um, when did you discover it? So I like, uh, uh, I think we probably touched on this before where like you grew up in a very straight culture, like searching for pockets of queerness. And I grew up in a very queer culture and I was like, I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. So it was like the opposite for me where I was like, I don't want like the specific, my specific internalized homophobia was all about like, there were too many gay guys. They were all very, very gay. And I was like, I didn't care about being gay as much as I cared about being seen as feminine. I hated that. Yeah. Um, and so I just completely like blind spot. And like we were in college and you kept being like, you've got to watch this show. <laughs> I was like, I will, I promise. Um, <laughs> I did like a weekend therapy intensive thing where I like stayed away from my partner for a weekend. And that's what I watched. I think season six mm-hmm. with Bianca was the first season that I watched. Um, and I was like, I've been a fool. I've been a fucking fool. Because season 10 was the first one I watched live. And I feel like wow. maybe like eight was the end of an era with yeah. Bob. So I like, I, I do, right. I am a little mournful that I didn't jump on earlier than I Damn. did. Damn. I know. That's sad. 
I didn't realize that 10 was the first season you watched live. Yeah. Because I remember you telling me about Sasha Valore and you telling me about those rose petals and trying to like express to me the intensity of it. And I was like, yeah, okay. She had flowers in her wig. <laughs> you hateful, you angry, demented, sick, shallow, twisted. <laughs> Don't forget lumbering. <laughs> And lingering. And lingering. I do linger. The stench. It's the stench. Will, stop lingering. <laughs> um, it's the only show that I've ever watched, like, f- from when I started watching it, I haven't stopped. I don't think I have either. Yeah. Like, I've missed seasons just because they come in such such quick succession. Yeah. But I've... I've never stopped watching it. Yeah. From the, and I've never watched a show longer. And there are so many questions for, especially when people are just talking about Drag Race, we're like, when is it too much? When am I going to stop watching? And I'm like, never. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If they keep making it, I'll watch it until I die. That's damn right. (laughs) It's the best reality show of all time. It's so good. It is the best reality show of all time. They have really (laughs) figured it out. The like, and it's the intentional camp of it all, honey. Because, uh-huh. like, they under- RuPaul understands that the Hollywood world and, like, understands that reality TV is already, like, to be successful needs to make fun of itself and be subversive and be, like, self-aware of the tropes in the genre. And who better to do that than a bunch of fucking drag queens? Yes. Who understand artifice. Yes. It's, br- it's so smart. And, like, the, the cherry on top of the icing for me is the fact that RuPaul is... Fracking. Truly, is a fracker. Sorry, God. Is that he's destroying our environment <laughs> by digging large tunnels underground and blowing them up. <laughs> and blowing them up. But the cherry on top of the icing in the cake for <laughs> me <laughs> with this it's show is what really makes it brilliant. Is that RuPaul really is like another celebrity who has been given too much attention like there's he is Tyra you know like that that far removed from reality that it puts on um, a layer of genuine there's like a genuine quality to this artifice after you've created a bubble reality absolutely where you can do whatever you want um, you're just gonna be enjoying yourself (laughs) and you don't care if it's reality (laughs) At that point, because you're rich. <laughs> From all the fracking. So the key to television success is to be rich and shallow. That's right. And to live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Basically. And to dig deep underground for <laughs> oil. RuPaul does get sillier and sillier and sillier every season. Yes. And she talks about how she trained herself to be, she's an introvert who trained herself to be an extrovert. And you can see it on the first few seasons. Yes. And then these latest ones, she's like, it's like she could be having a dream about hosting Drag Race and she's yeah. just doing whatever she wants. I feel like her um, podcast with Michelle was like a big uh, turning point. Because yeah. I feel like after they started the podcast, that's really when RuPaul started to like come out of his shell on the show. Well, they did radio for 10 years together, so maybe he just felt more comfortable. Yeah. It was like suddenly a new medium that you could be so vulnerable. Because yeah. like radio, there's still a bit of like showiness and production to it, right. you know? Even if it is talk radio, yeah. like there's still a bit of um, the oh. idea of the industry. Dingo and the little turd. You know. That's us. Hey, what's up? Little turd here. 
Hey, what's up, guys? And I'm Dingo, and I'm the mean one. <laughs> He'll eat your baby. He doesn't care. I'm turd. <laughs> I'm sorry to assault you during this gay episode with that. <laughs> I don't do anything but wear Converse and gym shorts. I'm turd. <laughs> no, I don't what play basketball. It's me, turd. <laughs> Oh, should we get into it? Yeah, let's fucking get into it. Okay, this week. Um, uh, heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> the crying, as Blue would say. Um, this week, we are possibly taking up our entire episode uh, for this heavy, deep responsibility of... I, as you may or may not know, listen, let me talk. I'm not <laughs> saying anything. I didn't say anything. I was listening aptly. You know I have to do two preambles before I amble. <laughs> so, All-Star 7 is an all-winners season, so right now they are actively determining who's going to be the, quote, queen of all queens. We have taken it upon ourselves to take every winner of every main season of U.S. Drag Race and decide amongst ourselves who is the true queen of all queens. Mm -hmm. The queen of the queen of all queens. Queen of the queen of all queens. That's what we're deciding here today. And we have also um, added, so we did seasons one through, did we do all of them? What? Or just one through 10? What are you talking about? Seasons. All of them. All of them. So we did seasons one through 14, and then we added four more queens um, who everyone agrees on popular consensus were robbed. Mm-hmm. Trixie. We did all of the seasons and all of the all-stars seasons. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Worth mentioning. Great. So And all stars. Yeah, for clarity. Um, yes. In, uh, I was going to say something. My brain is not working. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, um, 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 <laughs> I said in this episode. Welcome back to um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> a stupid sexy sleepover for your ears where we do in fact sleep. It's, it's very do. similar to, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it's, um, uh, um, er, uh. <laughs> what's your favorite RuPaul song? Ooh, call me mother. Yeah. I have become obsessed with it this year. It's this probably pride. one of her best. It's, it's so good. Uh, the gibberish to quote RuPaul. No, 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 not, not now. Brap pa pa pow, giggity giggity how, brap get back, bop ba da bop bop bow. And it is such a smart song for a lip sync performance because she can hire dancers around her, and because the lyrics are so um, fantastical, yes, uh, she really can just stand there and yeah. mouth it. And you did a move where like, you point to your lips, exactly. so you don't move your body at all. Yeah. A detox deal. <laughs> yes, it's very impressive. All right, so we ready to jump in? Let's jump in. I'm terrified. You should be. As well you should be. <laughs> um, all right. So first we have Bibi Zahara Benet, first winner, and Willow Pill. Current reigning. Current reigning. The first opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. This uh, feels unfair because I have I not seen all of season 14. Ah. Uh, I've seen most of season 14. Yeah. I would have to give it to BB mm-hmm. personally. I know. We, we should say there are some queens here who are at a disadvantage just because we've seen less from them. Yes, exactly. Because I think Willow Pill is probably, would be a stronger queen yeah. when all is said and done, but she's still so young. So and young like, and doesn't, and like BB is so just like specific. 
And the, her queen, I think she's probably the queenliest queen. Yeah. Of the queens I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. She fully is like, you must carry yourself. No, I shan't be walking, darling. You'll have to pick that up for me. Yeah. And her cadence, it's everything. She's truly mastered her drag. Yes. Her drag. Yeah. Ratika tiki tata. She's <laughs> yeah. pussy bitch. All right, so we're going to pick BB for that. Absolutely. Next is Bianca Del Rio and Tyra Sanchez. Oh, mm, hmm. Oh, geez. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, we should say, who's your? who do you think is your who favorite I... drag queen? I said this yesterday. I think it's Jinx Monsoon. Yes. I think. Yeah. Uh, just because she's is, is just daughter stuff I like. It's, I did yeah. not like Jinx Monsoon the first season. Like, oh. the first time that I saw her, when I because I watched it live. Yeah. So, during that season, I was like, I don't, I'm not into it. It's a bit too quirky for me. And then when I re-watched, and I was like, she shouldn't have won. Um, and then when I re-watched it, I was like, of course she won. Number one, of course she won. Yes. <laughs> Number two, I was wrong, and I'm going <laughs> to eat my words. And three, with this all-winners season, I'm like, she may be coming up to be one of my favorites. I mean. Like, she, she may be my favorite by the end. Just the raw talent. Raw talent. And I'm she so, always performs. Yeah. I'm not a person who talks about talent too much, because I'm like, obviously, work, hard work is a thousand times more important. But mm-hmm. the talent. Yeah. She can do everything, and she's charming enough that things she can't do, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. And her albums are good. Her second, the Ginger Snap, the second album is uh, very good. I haven't listened to a full album from a queen who came off of the show since Sharon Needles one. <gasps> with PG thirteen, I you think ha- it was you called. You owe it to yourself to listen to a good one. I loved that. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not saying you can't love it. But I can't I'm say not- it's good music. It's not. <laughs> I'm fucking not. <laughs> I was just obsessed with Sharon. Of course. Of we, course. So was America. A little emo baby. Ooh, emo baby. Um, <laughs> I, I've listened to parts of Trixie Mattel's album. Yes, yes, yes. That's a quality one. That's a quality one. That won awards, I think. Yeah, I'm not fighting you. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Oh, wait, we didn't answer this one. Oh, oh, Bianca Del Rio oh, is my... I literally just said Jinx is my answer. I just was thinking about it. <laughs> Jinx, I don't care where it is, just Jinx. So Tyra Sanchez won season two, and it is worth talking about her briefly, because on her season, she was, like, pushing full racks of clothing into the way of other girls. She was scream singing during every... She was, like, the worst person to be with in the workroom. And the judges came in, and she was like, ding, hello. And RuPaul was like, oh, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she fully had the wool pulled over her eyes. Yeah. I loved Tyra. It was like reality TV. Yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. It was reality TV of its ilk. Yes. (laughs) Of its time. So I did really like Tyra, and she performed really well. But then, like, since the show, she has been dangerous. Dangerous. She called in that bomb threat. Yeah. (laughs) Drag con. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, Bianca. Bianca. Bianca is my favorite queen. Yes. Hands down. And you think that'll hold true today? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're gonna. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not saying she's the best queen. Yeah. But I know she's my favorite. Okay, great. And I think if she were to compete in an all winners all winner season, I think she'd win. I truly believe that. Okay. 
She wasn't in the bottom once in her season. She wasn't. She was consistently placing in the top. She was. She was always performing well. And she was always helping the other queens because she knew they were no threat to her. Yeah. She didn't sweat once in that entire competition. And now she's an insult comic. And that comedy is kind of like not so popular anymore. Yeah. But she has a great relationship with everyone that she works with. Yeah. And Everyone she's with consistently yeah. worked since the show, which was what, 2009? Something like that. She's 10? like, two, she does comedy tours every year. Yeah. And she's sold worked out. consistently since yeah. then. Um, and she, like, she is a seamstress. She makes all her own shit. Yeah. And she's, like, mastered her yeah. body, yada, yada. She knows her fucking shape. And she, did you, for a uh, season six finale, there was, like, every queen came out and did a little talent show. And Bianca made a dress mm-hmm. in, like, three minutes in yeah. front of everyone. It was awesome. Stupid. Stupid. Stupid good. Bianca. Bianca. Who do we have next? Evie Oddly and Simone. Well, this is an easy one for me. For me as well. <laughs> Three, two, one. Simone. Simone. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, Evie. I like Evie. Evie's and performing well in this winter's season. Yeah. I like the way she... And this isn't something that like comes up too often on Drag Race. I think she's just really good at moving her body. That's like for me, that's her area of expertise. Yeah, where she shines. My favorite thing about Evie is how she is always Evie. Yeah, she is always herself. Yeah, and like I was, I really, I sat back and I took stock while I was standing there, stuck to the steps of the palace. We were watching that last episode of Winners, uh, their most recent episode of Winners season, and Evie is just. Everyone loves being around Evie. Yeah. Because she's just always present. Yeah. Authentic. Yeah. Always authentic. Absolutely. And I think that's very admirable. She's like what milk is trying to be. Milk. I was so disappointed. I know. Just like um, Dax exclamation. I you know. remember? Dax exclamation like, point. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to be weird and so quirky. So hopeful. But they're like, I'm weird and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't harnessed that power. <laughs> and I have nothing to say. Um, up next is Monet Exchange and Ben de la Creme. We forgot to mention, there are a couple random people in here that have not won a season. No, the robbed. We mentioned it briefly at the top. We should re We did. It. Okay. Um, we have included four queens who, by consensus, the whole community agrees, were robbed. So that's Ben de la Creme, Katia, Shangela. Shangela, and I know we have another on here. Raven. Raven. And even saying those out loud, I'm like, 100%. Mm-hmm. I think this is, like, urban myth at this point. Like, it's lore. Yes. Um, but apparently on Raven's season, season two, uh-huh. Raven was supposed to win, but apparently there was, like, a... Oh, a DUI? A DUI. <gasps> she had a DUI. <gasps> and apparently, like, what I heard was that they were, like... You can't be the face of Drag Race with a current DUI. Whoa. Yeah. And so that's a... Like, Gooped at the pad. Yeah. The reason wow. that she didn't win that season. Apparently. That's what I've heard. God. And you then, know what she did win? A career. Right. That's all... Because uh, RuPaul has always been so kind to Raven and has given Raven so much in the way of, like, a career. Yeah. Um, even though Raven earned that career through sheer talent and yes, skill. Yes, yes. But um, still... Yeah. And I'll say this about RuPaul. I'm not a RuPaulogist. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to know you or, you know. And I don't like buy her, I don't buy merch in general. Uh, there's a lot of like anger 
I don't like the stuff they get angry at her about. Like, get angry at RuPaul about fracking and stuff. But they get angry at her about, like, not being super nice to every queen who comes on there. Mm-hmm. Not giving the same opportunities. I'm like, there's six trillion queens going through that workroom every day. And she picks the ones she likes and she helps them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And I think that's still giving back to the queer community. Absolutely. So. Because I, it's such an amazing platform yeah. to give the community and to give individual queens. Um Yes, it's completely altered, like, drag in general, but it's created separate drag factions. Exactly. There's real-life stage drag. Yeah. And then there's pageant, which RuPaul's Drag Race isn't pageant, but it's a pageant of its own. And so I'm really glad that RuPaul upped the prize money for not only the winners, Mm -hmm. but the $10,000 cash tip, yes. you know, for yes. each lip sync, because it is, that's the l- biggest issue I have with the show now is how expensive it is right. for a queen to just be able to compete on it. No, me too. Um, you have to drop like $50,000 just to have the looks to impress, yeah. you know, on the, but <laughs> Jinx does it and she makes it work. <laughs> yeah, she sure does. <laughs> okay, so Monet Exchange and Ben de la Creme. This is actually very difficult. Ben de la Creme was not robbed, but she oh. most certainly would have won that season had she not dropped out. Yeah. And it's um, such an iconic it's drag iconic. race If moment. you'd forgotten, there's a part where they're supposed to say the lipstick of the queen they're eliminating. Ben de la Creme has been having a moral conundrum the whole season. She won every challenge she won every up challenge. to that point. And she's like a very kind person who hates having to choose who goes home and stuff. <laughs> and so she won that lip sync and then she pulled out her fucking lipstick and she had put in whiteout the name Dela on it. And she's like, I'm going home. <laughs> And she said, it's just chocolate. Um, <laughs> it's just chocolate. <laughs> and that was like, well, I mean, that, that again, that, another reason we love this show. There's always mm-hmm. moments like that. Because it's because the contestants, the, the group of people you're drawing from are just more interesting people. And so they're always like doing stuff without asking. Shangela did that lipstick message, didn't ask a single person. She was the first one to do it. Yeah. Became a whole thing. Uh, Bob didn't ask about doing Cheryl, Carol. Carol Channing and mm-hmm. Uzo Aduba. Like, that's where the best shit comes from. Yeah. When they're just like, I'm going to do something fucking crazy and not tell RuPaul. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Absolutely. Oh, no. Did I just talk myself into Bendela? Here's the problem. I actually enjoy Monet's content more. And I, like, listen to sibling rivalry and stuff. But I really love Bendela. I feel like... I really enjoy Monet Exchange. Like, sibling rivalry is one of my favorite podcasts. But... I feel like Bendela is a better queen. Yeah, she's such a good performer. Yeah, like she is in writer. complete control of her entire instrument. Yeah. Whereas Monet, she's yeah, <laughs> she's slapdash. <laughs> That's fine. It's her brand. <laughs> yeah, she's she is incredible. <laughs> she's incredible. She's like got this big bouncy charisma. Most of the time she is so good, but sometimes she swings so hard and she is convinced. You cannot totally. convince her otherwise that it is not great. <laughs> she won't hear it. Girls so dress. what up. <laughs> so hey, Bendela. Bendela. I know. We have to be objective here. If but everyone go listening to Sibling objective. Rivalry. <laughs> yeah, go listen to Sibling Rivalry. It's very good. <laughs> up next is Ah, oh, why did I do this? Shay Coulee and Bob the Drag Queen. Why did you? <laughs> I don't know. I wish I, I had it. I already know my answer. I know. And that makes it worse. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bob. Bob. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> 
We really should have represented better for Chicago Queen. I know. Uh-oh. Shay's incredible. Shay's everything. Shay's got everything. the fashion. Shay's got the performance. Shay's got the nerve. She's got the confidence. She's not very funny. That's true. And I just like a funny queen. Yeah, it's my brand. It's a brand. And Bob is so yeah. quick and comfortable. And I just know when Bob walks into something, I'm like, oh, the audience is taken care of. We can relax. Yeah. Bob's got it. Oh, that is so, as a, as a performer, to be able to sit back and watch someone and yeah. you're like, oh, they're in control. I can relinquish control. Because I have seen a show where it was like an out of control train. Yes. And I was like, I felt unsafe yeah. as an yeah. audience member. Because I was like, if this crashes and burns, I'm culpable. <laughs> I'll be so embarrassed by the secondhand embarrassment that I'll go totally mute for the rest of my life. <laughs> I've been struck dumb by the incompetence. <laughs> so it's Bob. We're sorry, Shay. I love you so much. Sorry, Shay. God damn it, Shay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she really has a good understanding of narrative. Like, yes, she with does. her whole All Stars season, like her understanding the narrative with Sasha Valore and like her yeah. winner's narrative, she created that. That's true. Because it was a very competitive season and she may not have won if she hadn't already created that narrative. Yeah. Ooh. Um, See, the meta work. The metal work. <laughs> the metal work. You metal work. <laughs> Fuck. Um, up next is Jada Essence Hall and Kylie Sonique Love. Jada. <laughs> Jada. I feel pretty strongly. Yeah. Again, this is kind of unfair to Kylie because Kylie is a vastly different queen different. than when she was on way 500 years ago. <laughs> yeah, season, season two? 180. One. Yeah. One. <laughs> no, it was two. I think it was two. <laughs> 180 yeah she's just like she completely transformed yeah. and she's an incredible queen absolutely but we've got less to pull from we just had yeah she's because she's like sexy burlesque da 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 but mm-hmm. um jada is i've just been so charmed by her and that finale lip sync she did for her season at home which is recording at home it's just one of the best things i've ever seen jada's like kind of the whole package she's she's got it all d-r-a-g She's got the look. She's got the comedy. She's got the chops. What else does she got? She's got the legs. <laughs> She's uh, got the heels. Okay. She's got the socks. Yeah. For hiking. She lost her keys, though. She's got them. <laughs> oh, good, she just God. found them under the couch. <laughs> She's so fucking good. <laughs> Up next is Raja and Trixie Mattel. Look, <laughs> I love Trixie Mattel. I do very much. You bitch. Oh, I forget how obsessed with uh you are. I'm really obsessed with it. I love Trixie, but she never would have won that season. No, of course not. If... She's not good at drag race. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think this is the point where we need to make this distinction. Is it about drag race or not? Ugh. Are we deciding the ultimate RuPaul's drag race drag queen? Queen of the world. Queen of the queen of all queens. Drag premiere queen. <laughs> or. Repose drag race, queen of the world, queen of all queens, drag queen, premiere queen. Or are we talking best queen? Juno Birch should be on here. The topic is drag race. It has to be drag race. Yeah. And as a Trixie stan. <laughs> Which I unfortunately have become. I didn't realize it until I started watching her doing an unboxing video. And I was like, well, I'm in. I'm in way too deep. 
<laughs> and I know she's not competitive, so I know she would be okay with me saying Raja. <laughs> I do also love Raja. It's just a big, it's not fair. I yeah. watched uh, during so many vulnerable moments in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Trixie and Katya, listen, if you have ADHD and you're queer at all, you gotta go watch it. <laughs> just give the first 10 episodes a try. May yeah. not be your cup of tea. But it's very comforting to me. And if you don't have ADHD, but you are queer, watch the first few seasons of Ma. <laughs> it gets pretty overloaded there at the end. <laughs> yeah. Editing really starts to become its own storytelling. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan, though. My eyes are yeah. never bored. <laughs> never bored. I can't follow. I can't follow the, the track. Of course. Um, so it's Raja. You think it's Raja? I think it's Raja. Okay. I mean, she's a fucking... These are both I firmly feel it's Raja, but I want you to share honestly what you believe. So then we can better at drag race, Raja. Okay. That's right. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. True words. True words, my dude. You got some? Huh? You got some truer words? No. Oh shit. Yours are the truer. Oh fuck. Oh shit, but those commenting on how true your words were were quite true. Oh man. Here we go into the spider verse. <laughs> Up next, Katya and Sasha Valor. Oh. Oh. Actually, this is difficult. We are talking about drag race, though. Mm-hmm. Drag race? Yeah. Katya. Yeah. Sasha, sure. look her up. She does a really cool show called Nightgowns. She takes uh, lip syncing to like an art form where it's like beautiful paintings and magic shows. And stuff. But you can't bring all that to Drag Race. Mm-hmm. You can't bring all that budget. Yeah. And if we're talking just a queen on a stage with charisma, it's Katya. And I've heard from a New York local that Sasha Valora is bad. <gasps> I know. Expand. That was pre-Drag Race. But apparently Sasha is like really arrogant and really annoying to work with. Or pretty inflated ego yeah uh and like just overall um public persona of talent yeah was inflated prior to the show so i don't know if that's held up because she's done a lot of like community work and charity and like um so i've been impressed with her after the show but that was what was being fed to me prior to the season also not very funny also not very funny so katya is the test here Katya wasn't necessarily robbed. Yeah. But should be on here. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah. Really, there was only one queen who was robbed. Truly. Shangela. Yeah, Shangela. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, Up next is Chad Michaels and Sharon Needles. I I wish this was us competing for the best share. (laughs) Be a (laughs) no-brainer. It would be a no-brainer if that were the case, huh? Jaden, to your fears. No. Um, uh, uh, it's got to be Sharon for me. I feel like it's Chad. Really? Yeah. Oh, just objectively. Yeah. It's okay. It kind of falls into the same thing that I was saying about Willow Pill, is that there's not as much material, drag race material, for Sharon. Yeah. Like, we've seen Chad in two seasons That's compete true. in two seasons. And Chad went a long way in the first season, too, yeah, right? Yes. She was, like, second runner-up or something. Top three, I think. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen her compete in a lot Many of... arenas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, she won the All-Stars season. Yeah. Who else was on that? It was the first All-Stars season. The very first season. Like, Latrice, Manila. 
Phoenix, uh, Yara Sophia. It was like all season one through three, I think. I know I've been watching Drag Race for a long time when I feel like All Stars is new still. It's like the new thing still. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because that came out like six years after I started watching it. They did All Stars 1, then took like a three-year break, I think, though. Ah. Between. When was the first All Stars? It must have been right after season four, because Chad was on it. But um, I don't think anyone from season five was on it. Because it was Alaska and Really? Yeah. So it's got Oh, yeah. Okay. So I guess I hadn't been watching for five or six years. So they did it after four, then they did five and six, and then after seven, they did another... Oh, okay. All-Stars, because Kati was on it. Okay. But that's, that's like, how I feel. And Chad is such a, a, a seasoned pro. Yeah. But I think Sharon is just, like, really tapped into the queen that she is. She's so subversive. And is very good at that. No, I think you're right about, especially current Drag Race, if they both went on now, I do think Chad would win. Really? I don't know. I feel like if What's they were to compete now, I feel like Sharon could really like pull out the stops. Because Sharon was always like very surprising. Surprising. This yeah. is hard. Tra- Chad is kind of like Trinity. We're in like they're professionals. Yes. And they're here to do the job. Yeah. Trinity's a little different in that she's fucking funny and has a huge personality. Yeah. And Chad like doesn't necessarily. Right. Chad's pretty quiet. Yeah. And Sharon has a very distinct personality, but isn't as funny. Yes. Like, she can be funny. Yeah. But that I wouldn't say that's her yeah, 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 overriding yeah, yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, this is hard. This is a really hard I one. I didn't expect this one to be so difficult. I'm kind of leaning towards Sharon for, yeah. the, for the comedy. Okay. I don't think you can... It's hard to win that show without being funny or Violet yes, Chachki. That's true. <laughs> if you're not funny or Violet Chachki. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, yeah, because then I think Aquaria, but Aquaria was funny. She was funny. And you don't you don't look at Aquaria and expect exactly. her to be funny. Yeah. Did you see that Aquaria <laughs> posted a picture of her um, out of drag with Kamala Harris during Pride sometime? Uh-huh. And then yesified the picture. <laughs> Did a filter. And he yesified her face and her friends. <laughs> Thank Kamala. Yes. It's very funny. Excellent. All right. So I think I agree with hey, you on Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. Um, so now we are on to the second round. There are a couple queens that were not mentioned. If you're like, wait a second, the winner of this season, just the way that the bracket was built, yeah. a couple queens just immediately advanced to second round. So please like don't basketball. yell at us. Please don't yell at us. I can't hear you if you are. <laughs> I literally can't hear you because I'm not listening. Okay, up next, round two. Violet Chachki versus Phoebe Zahara Benet. I feel about Violet. I don't feel, I don't feel the same way about any other queen. And I'm not saying I like her more or less than others, but I, I, I do think I like her. Because I just like that she just is like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, when she was on Fashion Photo Review and just the most stunning outfits you've ever seen, and she was like, mm, no. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I totally agree. There's so few people, I mean, with social media and cancel culture, there's just so few people these days who are just like, yeah, hi, I'm a cunt. (laughs) I'm a huge cunt to everyone. And you're going to have to be okay with that because I'm not changing. But then all of the queens are like, Violet is like so sweet. (laughs) But like such an asshole. I love Violet. Oh my God. I always forget how much I enjoy Violet. And then 
she and Gottmik like post a video or something. Together. They are perfect together. I don't. I will say I don't like her on her season because on her season I'm mm. like this is unfair. Yeah, it's rigged. But outside of her season I'm like keep talking. Yeah, absolutely. And when she sits like there's a, a time lapse of her on the pit stop where she's crossed her legs and it's a full 35 minute time lapse of her not uncrossing her legs a single time. <laughs> she fucking suffers for her fucking art. That's amazing. Um, this is actually interesting. This Bibi is tough. and Violet. Bibi Zahara Benet and Violet Chachki. I honestly don't know because they're both very competitive. Yeah. Drag race. Ooh. I know. Bibi. I know. I think Bibi. Yeah, I think so I think so Violet too. would win on a runway, obviously. If we could have Violet. Had Violet. Why isn't Violet on this winter season? I, why isn't Violet on this I, winter season? I know, I know why Bob is not. Yeah. Because he was busy. And then they asked Trixie, she said no. And they didn't ask Alaska. But I think it's because they're waiting for her to get on a season with Sharon. I don't know why they didn't ask Violet. We should look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Great. Fuck it. We have time. Yeah, fuck it. Because that's the other thing is that Violet's not funny. On purpose. Yes, but Violet can be funny. Yes. And I also appreciate about Violet that she's like very firmly a burlesque slash kink queen. Because someone, I think it was Wesley, was talking about that. About how before she won season seven, it wasn't really a thing for drag queens to be actually sexy. Uh-huh. Um, and she kind of was like youthful. And it was like, obviously RuPaul was trying to attract to the teens that season, but it was like, she was youthful. She was sexy. She was about being actually sexually attractive instead of just like a, you know, a female illusion. This article is saying that Bob was not busy. <gasps> What's it saying? It's a quote from Bob. I want everyone to know I was not busy. I literally just did not get a call. They did not reach out to me. Revealing that she had helped Monet prepare for the new season, Bob added, I want everyone to know I was free as a bird with its tail in the breeze. I was helping Monet get ready, actually. I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. And Bianca's not on this season. I mean, Bianca's never going to do it. I think they're like... Maybe they're trying to do like a split. I mean, that's smart. To yeah, like, to but like an intense winter season. Because can you imagine Bob, Alaska, and Bianca in the same winter and season? And Sharon, Christ. Yeah, right. My, my god. fucking god. Um, I can't see anything about why Violet is not on the season. I think she just wasn't asked. Oh. Um, so must be saving her as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're going BB. Yeah, I think drag race, I just drag race queen. Drag race queen. Flag race queen. I love my drag race queen. <laughs> I think she understands uh, Rue's version of drag better yeah. than Violet. Up next, Bianca Del Rio and Simone. I think Simone, let me just say, I think fashion wise, Simone has done so much for black culture. Yeah, for sure. Being on the show and glamorizing it. And I would love to hang out with her. I'd love for her to host a show. Mm-hmm. It's just real tough to be Bianca. Yeah. Real tough. It's real tough. <laughs> I, don't know. I think she'd be okay with it. Yeah. Do you remember that dress fucking Simone wore with all those um, kerchiefs? Where she was like a big gown made out of, and then she turned to the side and it was like flat, and she had the big. Oh my god. <sighs> And that same night, she wore the dress with the made of nails, made of red nails, with the hands holding them up. Ugh. Every single one of her looks was exquisite, inspiring. exquisite, fashion and concept, and that's what I like. It is not with joy that I do not click her name. 
It is mm-hmm. not with joy that I do not click her name. All right, this is an interesting one. Jinx Monsoon and Bendela Cram. Hashtag best friends. They're writing partners and they work together a lot. Oh. This is not hard for me. No, it's Jinx. It's Jinx. Yeah. It's fully Jinx. Fully. I'm honestly relieved that Bendela was put with Jinx because yeah. they're so similar that it's clear. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. That's really ben, nice. Ben, the only criticism I ever have of Ben is that sometimes it feels a bit stiff and rehearsed. Yes, and absolutely. Jinx never feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. Up next, Bob the Drag Queen and Shangela. I'm so sorry that Shangela just got here. <laughs> now we have to Didn't get even have time out. to get robbed. <laughs> well, if she wants a sugar daddy, I guess now she can go out and get one because <laughs> we will no longer be needing her services. Shangela doesn't need this show anymore. Got she robbed was, and then immediately yeah. was in a Lady Gaga feature film. Didn't need it. Didn't need yeah. it. But she was so important to establishing the early on tone of the show. If you see her in those early seasons, she should get a producing credit. Absolutely. There's a part where they're all picking out uh, genres of music they want to do. <laughs> and uh, Shangela like, wants the country one. But Carmen Carrera doesn't know what she's going to pick. And so Shangela is standing there in the workroom while they're picking them out. And Carmen's about to go, but Shangela knows she's, Shangela's going last. And Shangela's like, ooh, I just love that reggae. Ooh, can't get enough of that reggae. I hope I get the reggae one. And so, of course, Carmen Carrera went and picked reggae and gave us one of the worst performances in Drag Race history because of Shangela and her savviness. <laughs> I loved it. All stars when someone would say hi to Shangela, Shangela, and then it would cut to the testimonial, and Shangela would be like, "You're saying hi to me, but I know that you are lying. I know you're being shady. Do not come and say hi to me when I know that you're just trying to throw shade." Because I am Daenerys, honey. I am the queen of dragons. Her whole Game of Thrones plot that whole season. And it cuts back, and they were literally like, "Hi, Shangela." <laughs> And she's like, hey, baby. <laughs> like, no problem. <laughs> so, so good I, on I, the show. Just to clarify what happened with her, there was, in uh, All Stars season three, it was like a top four, Kennedy, Trixie, Shangela, Ugh. someone else. And then all the queens who had left the season came back to vote for who got to perform. And, bec- and uh, it perfectly mirrors Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> Shangela was doing so well the whole time, but because she wasn't congenial enough or nice enough to people, everyone came back in the end and killed her. And, and it, was, even... it was because she was so competitive. They legitimately, as a hive, they were like, take out the best. Take out the best. Yeah. And so she didn't even get to compete. Blindsided. Robbed. Yeah. It was disgusting. And I'll never forget RuPaul's face when they did it, too. RuPaul was like... Pissed. Yeah, she was like, I'm in a prison of my own making. <laughs> I gave them these tools, but I didn't yeah. expect them to kill. <laughs> That's my favorite line from Lord of the Flies. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bob. It's Bob. It's gotta be Bob. It's cool to be Bob. Love Shangela, though. Watch, we're here. Oh, my God. It's good. It's good. It's, good, like good. If, it's like if Queer Eye was actually for queer people and not straight people who like to cry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's for queer people who like to cry. Exactly. Up next is Aquaria and Jada Essence Hall. Good. Yeah. They're so similar. I think season 10 is when I was like heaviest in my party phase because I do not remember it much. I, I just, I don't have, who else was on season 10? Uh, Eureka was on it and the Vixen. It was not a good season. I didn't like it very much. It was, um, it was Mo a Hart. very negative season. Yeah, it was very negative. It was like, I think it was the height of like that lot friction of, of like the awareness of the fan base. 
Yeah. Like queens were still like really aware of the fan base. Nowadays, it seems like they don't care as much because mm-hmm. they know it's going to happen. But there was a moment, a couple of seasons there where it was like, everyone has to be on their best behavior or they'll get canceled or da da da, you know. Yeah. And they had some great conversations about race and stuff. Like, I'm glad it happened, but yeah. it make for a great season. Yeah. She was funny though. She remember she was Melania Trump and she held up the answer card that was like, help me. I do remember that. Yeah. That's really all I remember. That and Aquaria or a Eureka breaking her knee or something. Someone said that they should do a, um, an all-star season that's all girls who hurt their knee. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? I do. I think it was on Race Chaser. I think Willem said it. <laughs> like, Eureka, Cornbread, uh, Robbie Turner. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> the Tanya uh, Harding. Special season. shout out to Willem, by the way. Oh, yeah, Willem. Love Willem. I think they should. Uh, they're going to bring him back at some point when they need attention. Gotta. They gotta. They gotta. Uh, he's so anti. He's so dangerous. Though. After the first huge dip in viewership or awards, mm-hmm. because Ru- Drag Race is like getting showered with awards. It's really incredible to see. Yeah. Like when it wasn't even talked about, like yeah. by the mass media to now. Now it's the thing. It's widely agreed that it's like the best reality show. Uh, I am leaning Jada. towards Jada. I am too. Story. I'm relieved. Okay. I, they're, 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 I feel like their talents are so similar that I could very comfortably say... Uh, just personal preference. I'd want to hang out with Jada more. Absolutely. Because <laughs> everything else feels like it's on the level. Yeah. They're both super talented fashion. For sure. And also fun. Look over and there. Jada just like is always surprised. Much me. like on this season, I'm surprised how well she's doing in this project. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look over there. <laughs> um, up next, Raja and Raven. Oh, fashion photo review. That's right. I did this on purpose. Oh, who's better at drag race? Oh That's, my god. Yeah, you didn't think about that when you did that cute little thing. <laughs> I really, I thought to do the cute little thing and then I did not ponder it further. <laughs> the other name for our podcast. <laughs> her wedding dress, her cute little country girl wedding dress, Ravens, do you remember that? Yes. When they had those old people and Raven carried her guy out. Oh. But then all the, the money ball looks that Raja did. Yeah. They are so good at it in very, dis- very distinct ways. Because here's how I feel. I feel like the fashion-wise, they're kind of on the level. I yeah. would say Raja's a bit more elevated. Yes. Raven has way better makeup. Raja has way better performance. Yeah. So I don't know. So I feel like I'm back to square one. I know. But then, like, personality in the room, Raven really shines. But if you sit down and talk to Raja for a second, you get it. Yes. And it clicks. And you're like, oh, that's what that is. Yes. And I do that all the time. I always sit down and have a chat with Raja. And every time it, cl- it clicks again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> but then Raven crying during Dancing on My Own. There's that vulnerability they're always talking about. It's one of my top, uh, probably top five drag race moments is that fucking lip sync. And with it's just Jujube. crying. It's just crying. It's two best friends who are they're both about to be sent home. And they do the song Dancing on My Own and they just cry. But it. <laughs> It was, it was truly, it was masterful character or storytelling throughout that season to yeah. get to that point. Because yes. watching it live, like, I remember, it was so visceral watching that lip sync. Yeah. I was crying, I mean, crying. All Stars 1 is emotional. Yeah. There's a lot of crying. Let's just say Jujubee. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, Jujubee should be on this. She, she was wouldn't not go robbed. far. She was not robbed. No, but she earned her second place every single time. I'm she so- got it. <laughs> of course, of course. I'm not saying she's robbed. Only one of these queens that we added was robbed. <laughs> but like honorable mention. Do you think I think it's cruel of you to even bring her in there just to have her lose again? <laughs> Cuz you know that's what would happen. Um, it would be cruel because she wouldn't get second place. Yeah, and that's... And she has to get second place. <laughs> Third place? I'm um, leaning I'm leaning towards Raja, and I know I have recency bias because of the season that's on right now. But. I know. I think Raven is my favorite queen, like, out of, of the, the two, two of these. But I think Raja is the better... Better drag race competitor. If, Ra- if Raven hadn't worn all those bikini t-shirts during fashion photo review that one time, <laughs> this whole thing could be different. <laughs> but that did knock her down a couple of notches, I will tell you. <laughs> I forgive, but I don't forget. <laughs> Up next, oh shit, Trinity the Tuck Taylor and Katia. <sighs> it's so hard to keep personal preference away from this for me, because yeah. whose show would I rather see? Right. Katya a million times. Mm-hmm. Oh, but who's better at Drag Race? And again, I don't know, but probably Trinity. Probably Trinity, right? Katya, by her own admission, is not competitive. Yeah. But that's the great thing about Katya on right. her season when she does well is when she lets go and doesn't care about the winning stuff. Mm-hmm. And like that commercial she did for like the Rage Juice or whatever, where she was like holding that turkey. I don't anyway, remember that. It was great. God, my memory is bad. <laughs> What is the point of watching anything? We have to figure out when you were doing coke and we'll watch those seasons. <laughs> All right. So season 10 to probably All-Stars 2. Hey, that's a great... Shit. Um, okay. In terms of who's better at Drag Race, I mean, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I don't think of Trinity as like a noble warrior queen. Yes, And she absolutely. wants to fight fair and she wants to fight the best. Yeah. And she wants to win fairly. And Trinity is similar to Jada, where it's like, she is always surprising. Yeah, and she's with more well-rounded. how good she yeah, is. Yeah, she's well-rounded. Yeah, she is really well-rounded. More so than Katya. Okay. It's Trinity. It's Trinity. We love you, Katya. I love Katya so fucking much. Uh, who's next? Our final <gasps> pairing in the second round. Sharon Needles and Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh my god. World of Wonder just creamed its jeans even hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) These are two queens who used to date and they were like, oh my god, it just remember the days. They were they were partnered during Sharon's season, and Sharon kept talking about her boyfriend back at home. And then the next season, Alaska gets on the show and is like, this is really hard for me because I auditioned every year to get on and I never got on and then Sharon auditioned once and got on and won and then they let me on the show and so like there was like that whole thing and then didn't they break up I mean they were shortly famously after messy that, they, yeah they were yeah. like always Drinking breaking so up together. And, yeah. yeah they broke up I think pretty shortly after that it was before she got back on God, there was one All time stars. Alaska was performing at Meteor in Houston and that was the night that like all of the queens came out of drag to watch Alaska. So that's the night I met Willem, Bianca Del Rio, and then um, Sharon. And Sharon was at the show out of drag um, and trashed. Sharon was hammered. And um, 
I was sitting out on the patio with my friend and she was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And there's these two guys like making out by the door. And so she like, they're like blocking the door. And so she pushes them and she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. So she pushes them to like get through. And then I like, um, and I look and I see it was Sharon that she pushed. And then she comes back and Sharon was so drunk. Didn't even realize. And then she comes back and she's like, did I push Sharon? I'm like, yeah, bitch. But I remember getting drunk enough that I got sad for Sharon. (laughs) Because I was like, God, like she was just having a drunk night, but I was like, God, she's so torn up about Alaska. (laughs) I created this whole narrative in my head. My two good friends. (laughs) What would we do about Friendsgiving this year? (laughs) That was an incredible weekend because I think I met Bianca out of drag one night that weekend and then in drag the next night. (laughs) It was awesome. Incredible. Um, Let's see. Oh, Alaska and Sharon. The, the, uh, yes. This is simple for me. Yeah, it's Alaska. It's Alaska. No question. Alaska Thunderfuck 5000 from the planet Glamtron. <laughs> and I, this is another thing that I've said before and I'll say again. <laughs> is that I think Alaska out of... Uh, maybe not all of the queens. I just think she has a super, super firm grasp on irony. She yeah. understands irony at a basic level. Yeah. And it's always so simply presented, but so funny. Absolutely. And just smart. God, her performance at Pride Fest it was this so year, good. She was so good. She was so good. She's fucking hilarious. The way she commands a room with her voice. What was the um blue? Yes. Oh my God. She was like, she went off stage. She said, "I'm doing a song from my album Red, which is inspired by the color red." <laughs> and then she came out with a red dress, and that song started playing. And she just goes, "I'm red, da ba dee, da ba die, da ba dee, da ba die, da ba dee, da ba die. Red shoes, da ba dee, da ba die." Someone handed her a tip, and she said, "Money isn't red," and threw it back at them. <laughs> God damn awesome. it! She is funny. She's everything. Round. Oh, we're getting down to it. Yeah. This is round three of five. Oh, shit. Bibi Zahara Benet, the Bianca Del Rio. We know. It's Bianca. <laughs> it's Bianca. There's no question. Tiki tiki ta ta. That was we're sorry, a bitch. nice, um, it was a preemptive reprieve. <laughs> yeah. A, pre- a, pre- uh, <laughs> a reprieve. A reprieve. We gotta pre-empting. go. Reprieve. 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 We have to leave. <laughs> Okay. I'm next. <laughs> oh shit! Jinx Monsoon and Bob the Drag Queen. Uh huh. What do I do? I know. Do you feel lost and betrayed and hurt? Hurt. Uh, d- double crossed, horn swoggled, bamboozled, <laughs> sideswiped, blindsided, and um, a little hungry. <laughs> well, all those emotions are bound to work up an appetite. Say it. Jinx. Yeah. It's gotta be Jinx. I think so. Because we're, we're not, I mean, just the, le- I think she just puts in a little more intention. Uh-huh. I think she's a little more planning and intention behind what she does. Yeah. Bob is very good at just going up and taking the stage and taking over. Mm-hmm. But I think Jinx, it's just elevated a little more. Yeah, Absolutely. <sighs> That sucks. If they were given the challenge, write a one-man show, <laughs> a 40-minute show, 
I think I'd prefer and Jesus. Would abs- of course. It'd be so, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. Even what, if they have 15 minutes to do it. Yeah. And another thing about Jinx, because you said you didn't like her on her season. Out, if you've only seen Jinx on her season of Drag Race, outside of it, she's completely different. Yeah. She's like, her whole drag is like the Julie Louis-Dreyfus mean older woman thing. But then on her season, it would appear that she's like um, very positive, don't let the bullies keep you down kind of. But she's really just an alcoholic, bad mother mm-hmm. type character. And it's it's good. It's Jinx. It's Jinx. <laughs> Up next, Jada Essence Hall and Raja. I mean, this is a current thing that we're facing it's in right this now. Season. We're facing it in this world today. <laughs> I mean, I know what my gut said it right away. Jada, Raja. <gasps> oh no! Oh, my God! Oh no! It's happening! Oh no! <laughs> if we never end the podcast, we never have to fight about it. This is our forever episode. <laughs> I. I love Raja, and I don't want to be a dissenting opinion. I want to be what I want to say what everyone else is saying about how great Raja is, and I believe that. But I also believe that Jada is better. I think you're right. Jada is a better performer. Yeah. Raja's not a great. She when she performs in her arena, it uh-huh. goes very well. But Jada's good at performing just when she needs to. Yeah. I think it is Jada. Yeah. And if Jada's fashion were bad, I would say there's more of an argument to be made. But Jada's fashion is also very good. And they're just so different. Raja's is so, like, editorial and Mm -hmm. instinctive, and Jada's is so, like, precise. Yeah. Pageantry. Pageantry. It's Jada, I think. Oh, thank God. I'm really glad that we can continue to be friends after Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Goodbye, Raja. You won't stand in the way of our friendship anymore. Bye, Raja. You were always bad, and I've been saying it. (laughs) Sorry, old. Delete it. <laughs> Up next, Trinity the Tuck in Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh, thank God. Alaska. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's, <laughs> it makes me sad because I think Trinity would have fared better against almost any other queen. Like, even Bob, I think I would have... That would be hard. Yeah. Pondered it a little longer. But it's got to be Alaska, I think. Oh, I just clicked on Trinity. Well, it's, it's Alaska. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. This is, this is going to be the big one. This is going to be the big round. We got a top four, people. I saw that. I saw that bracket on the top. Yeah. This always happens. Yeah. This always happens to us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the bottom one first. Yeah, please. All right. So Jada Essence Hall and Alaska Thunderfuck. It's Alaska. It's Alaska. Yeah. Love you, Jada. Clearly, you. you uh, she performed very well yeah, in this absolutely. bracket. Absolutely. If this was a pageant queen bracket, may have won. No question. Yeah. Um. Now. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio versus Jinx Monsoon. Your Honor, <laughs> I would like to remind the court we established a precedent. Of I know. Who is better at drag race? Yeah. And Bianca is at a disadvantage because there is simply less material to draw from. However, if they were in a comedy challenge, either could win. Yeah. If they were in a dance challenge, they'd probably both do bad. If they were in a singing challenge, Jinx would cinch it. If they were in a sewing challenge, Bianca would cinch it. Once again, I really thought I would have the answer at the end of this. Um, I've simply built up the evidence evenly on both sides. (laughs) 
I have dug myself further into the hole. <laughs> I really thought you were going to make it clear, too. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. God damn it. They both charm the judge. Yeah, that's the equal footing. Panel. Confessionals, they both give great confessionals. Well, Bianca's are slightly better. Bianca's are? Slightly. Their relationships with the other queens. Bianca. Yeah. <sighs> but I would argue that Jinx's performances are, are more memorable. So memorable. They're always outstanding. Because they're subversive. They're like always unexpected. Because I will say Bianca um, rarely surprises. I mean, she was surprised with her she's jokes. She's surprising because she's so fast. Yes, right. Like Within that. But she's it's never like, oh, I didn't expect you to be wearing stilts or whatever. You know, it's like it's... The jokes themselves are surprising, but it is always the jokes. But they then also... Both made movies. The sewing. Yeah, they both made movies. <laughs> the sewing is a big thing. It's a big thing. And, like, Bianca, like, has been read for having the same silhouette a lot, yeah. you know, because she makes the same kind of dress. But it's a good fucking dress. And she can do other things. It's just she knows what looks best on yeah. her. Um, so she has an understanding of fashion. Jinx just doesn't. Doesn't. I think it's Bianca. <laughs> I'm sorry that my immediate reaction was joy, <laughs> because I I feel I hurt. Your honesty. I feel hurt seeing you hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> but honestly, I want to giggle, giggle, giggle. <laughs> Yeah, it's Bianca. It's Bianca. It's Bianca. Click it. It's Bianca. If those fucking runways weren't such a big part of the fucking show. (laughs) Yeah, truly. Who do you think would win in a lip sync? Bianca or (laughs) Jinx? Careful. I mean, I'm going to say Jinx because she'll have never seen Bianca. Yeah, I know. I don't think she'd be good at it at all. Has Bianca ever lip sync? Have I seen her dance ever? Sunk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Synced? (laughs) Like lip sunk. It is lip synced, I believe. Like synced up. Okay. Um, but lip sunk is fun. <laughs> we need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really sorry we had It's to the do right that. answer. It's the right answer. DM me for my bracket. She's not your favorite queen yet though. So take 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 comfort. <laughs> take heart. <laughs> I know this does not change the bracket in my heart. Yeah. When Jinx still reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. I believe. But also I've been thinking about this one we're looking at. This one is going to be difficult. This, this is the one, final round. I, the last two queens. I thought if Bianca made it to the end, she would clench it for sure. Right. We got a debate. Bianca Del Rio v. Alaska Thunderfuck. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> I said that three times. <laughs> I think Alaska is the best person to host Drag Race after RuPaul. Yeah. Speak on that. Uh, again, it's the firm grasp of irony. She understands how long a joke can be. She, the joke is never over anyone's head. Uh-huh. Um, it's never obvious, but it's never like way too high-minded or whatever. Um, and she loves drag. When she talks about it on her podcast, Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a great podcast, by the way. Um, like she knows all the pageants. She knows the winners of the pageants. She has so much respect for that, but she doesn't try to do it at all. Yeah. Um, she just, I feel like her heart is open to all of drag and all of queerness so much. Yeah. And I think she'd be the perfect successor. 
But that's not necessarily what we're talking about. I just wanted to mention it. But it's good evidence. <laughs> yes, of course. We're you submitted fighting. it to the court for a reason. You want the jury to debate that evidence. <laughs> Can you cl- tell that I'm antagonistic now because I know the answer? <laughs> I'm picking a fight because I know who's going to win. I didn't know this would happen. I'm so shocked. I think I did. <laughs> Honestly, I'm proud that Bianca made it this far because she gets slept on a lot because, you know, most, I think a, a large part of the fan base is younger now. Yeah. And so Bianca gets no love. Yeah. Bianca gets plenty of love. I mean, yeah, from the show. Yeah, but. As far as who's good on Drag Race, remember all of Alaska's lip syncs on All Stars 2? I mean, there's no question. I'm just, I'm, I'm putting off clicking the <laughs> I just want to sit with Bianca for another second before I had to bid adieu to an old friend. Goodbye, Bianca. Wow. It is a reigning, the queen of the queen of all queens of the pageants of drag across the world drag race US only. Queen is Alaska Thunderfuck. And while we're on it, I just thought of two facts about her that I want to share. Her full name is Alaska Thunderfuck. 5,000 from the planet Glamtron, and the whole idea of her character is that her spaceship crash-landed on Earth, and she needs to get enough Twitter followers to fix it and go back home, which is art. Uh, oh, what was the other thing? Oh, and that was the other, she has an annual pageant. Again, another reason she'd be a good successor. She has an annual pageant she does every year now called the Drag Queen of the Year Pageant Competition Award Contest Competition. <laughs> so she's fostering talent. A drag king one. She brings all kinds... I love her. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I loved her until today. You didn't? No, I did. I just forget every time until I talk about her. I was like, I know all of these things because you've told them to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I think my love for her grew slowly over time, like a lobster boiling to death. And I Absolutely. You're good at being a fan, too, because like, you'll actually go and look at other material. Because I say Bianca's my favorite, but like, I'm not, I haven't watched... Hurricane Bianca oh, 2. Yeah. One. I've watched Hurricane Bianca 1. Yeah, of course. Bad. And I saw her in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, you did. That's about as fan as I get, though. Right. I'm, I don't, like, download discographies anymore. Yeah. That's how I... I mean, that's how I do everything, though. If I find a person I like, I'm like... To the detriment of everything else in my life. I know. You're so good about that. I wish I were better about that, but... You do your dishes. But I do my dishes. I would trade that in a second. You know what? Thanks. <laughs> it fits it into perspective. <laughs> I want to do a full on. Of every queen? Every queen. I want to do an every queen bracket. That's going to be a multi-day process. Yeah. I want that. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> Would we go season by season? No. Okay. Because we've already done that. Just one That's big... That's each season. One... One big bracket. Wow. We'd gotta... We'd have to have a lot of paper. I know. I'm like, do they make paper, paper that big? We'd tape it together. We'd it, write really small. The house I nanny for, if you make a bracket, I, they have the big, big printer with big, big paper. A big, big printer with, with big, 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 big paper. paper. We can really do this. I think we should do it. Just hang it up and just work on it? Yes. Yeah. 
Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna do I it. forgot we were doing a podcast. Yeah, whatever. Hi. I'm excited. Here too. Um, <laughs> let me see how long our runtime is. I hope it's still recording. Probably fine. Oh my oh, god. Holy shit. I knew it. I fucking knew this was going to happen. Of course. We were like so concerned. That we were like, we're only doing a bracket. <laughs> it's not going to take that long. And I told Will, I was like, when we start talking about drag race, like There's we no lose stopping. days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know because we just mentioned a queen in the bracket and we had to say 16 things about her. Mm-hmm. Wow. We did it. It's got to be my favorite show. I guess this is show. the outro now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Because I want to say like succession or something. But but who's carried you through the years? I know. And it's like, it's actually good. There were two. There was one set of footprints in the sand. And then I looked, <laughs> I looked up. I looked back down and there was high heel prints in the sand. But then also my prints because you would not carry me. <laughs> <laughs> but you held my hand until you got sweaty. <laughs> Then there was another set of footprints that had my huge third leg. I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. You didn't even give me an opportunity to rip off it, take any heat off of you. You immediately, you were like, send me to trial. Burn me at the stake. It it was ashes in my mouth. (laughs) They're burning all the witches, even if you aren't one. I'm not. <laughs> Save me, Taylor. Uh, yeah, best, the best TV show of all time. It's the best TV show of all so time. So fucking good. Uh, final thoughts, if you haven't watched it, go get yourself a Paramount Plus or a Philo or a WoW Presents. No one knows where to watch it, is the other thing. It's amazing it's lasted this long and being so difficult to watch. Oh my God, all of the apps. Seriously, every time we sit down to watch Drag Race, we're like, because right now we're currently watching the winter season and we're also trying to catch up on season 14. And those are on two different platforms. One's on Paramount Plus and then the other's on WoW or something. Philo. Philo. Jesus fucking We had to make Christ. up emails for a Philo account. Drag Race is single-handedly carrying Philo. <laughs> Um, what was your would you rather? Oh, yeah. I just had a quick little would you rather that I thought of this week. Um, would you rather only listen to one song each from 50 artists, like one song from 50 artists, or 50 songs from one artist for the rest of your life? Oh, wow. I know. It's tricky, huh? (laughs) I'm gonna say, I think I would do one song, 50 artists, but I have to think really hard about the song. No, it's not. Oh, well, that's good. Maybe that's what it should have been. It was 50 songs, but it's a, one song from 50 different artists. Like the same song, like the, all these artists covers. Oh, I don't understand no. the question. Just like you can pick 50 songs, yeah. but they all have to be different artists. Oh, so like or The Cure or by artist. Lady Gaga. Oh, different artists. Running up that hill. Different artists. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I was like, there's something really comforting about having, like, that one artist that, like, with all the different albums, and, like, you can go through that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can be, a bit like, a bit of whiplash. Yeah. Because sometimes you're listening to a playlist, and it's like, I really enjoyed that Kate Bush song. I want to go listen to a Kate Bush album. Yeah. But you couldn't in the scenario. Oh, but I couldn't. Torture. Torture. Well... Either way is torture. Life <laughs> yeah. is torture in the end. <laughs> That's something we learned from Drag Race. Life is torture in the end. <laughs> we can leave you with anything at the end of this season. <laughs> um. So, 
for so for the next like six weeks, you'll have plenty of time to email us at kikiquestpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at kikiquestpod and our Instagram is kiki underscore quest. Um, so follow the Instagram for when we drop our best ofs, which will be, the next one will be in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, I mean, we're stockpiling a lot of stuff to go through and it's going to be a lot more mixy matchy. So if you just think of anything you want us to talk about at any point for any reason, email us. That's right. We're planning. We'll yeah. We'll be ready for it. Thank you all so much. Thank you really, just yeah. in general, the whole first season, there's like, there's honestly like maybe 30 of you, but you've been so good and supportive and we yeah. really feel like when we come back, we'll be able to build it up and we know what you guys like and you were kind of a, like a good little test audience mm-hmm. um, and we just can't thank you enough because this was, this was free for you. Yeah. This um, is your time that you. Yeah. You, yeah. If you gave any of your time to listen to this. That is such a gift. Yeah, it's uh, humbling. Yes, very humbling. Very humbling. Very humbling. You don't um, have to be super successful to be humbled. <laughs> and on top of that, if you have interacted with us, we... Don't. Appro- <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were you going to say? It sounded nice. I'm going solo. Um, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, if you have interacted with us in any way, we adore you yes we adore you we, we really, adore you we stand you um we really love when people come to us text us with camp court questions yeah it's or, so nice it's, yeah it's, it's it's invigorating or send us a seven minute video about taylor swift and how whether or not she's camp yes so really don't be shy about submitting stuff we're trying to develop as little of our own content as possible right mm-hmm. now so if you could take some of that uh, work off our shoulders that would be awesome we love you so much and we're extremely grateful for you and we really hope you like these best ofs um, and we're going to work to make the show even better for you when we get back. Will's going to work. I'm just going to kind of sit back yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of the face of the whole thing. Yeah, so. you've got to be out in the front with like the um, uh, big weird sun hat and the sunglasses and the mm-hmm. reflective thing for your mm-hmm. tan. Yes, yeah, yes. That's important. Kissing work. babies and shaking booties. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit <laughs> so everyone have a wonderful six weeks have a wonderful we will see you weeks. in the best ofs yeah, and we then love we will return with the season two yeah. goodbye my point. little babies we love you we love you love we love you we'll never stop loving you forever and always in my